the Welcome Back to Leeds podcast, brought to you by Leeds Bid. Welcome to episode six of the Welcome Back to Leeds podcast. My name's Larry Budd and I'm following the reopening of our city after the lockdown. It's all in conjunction with Welcome Back to Leeds, which has all the information you need to come back safely to the city centre. You'll find it all online at welcometoleeds.co.uk. Now, in this episode, we're looking at the impact of Leeds United's promotion to the Premier League and what it will mean for the wider city, whether you're a football fan or not. Now, I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 28th of July. I'm just actually outside the city centre, the sun is shining and I'm on a small industrial estate on Armley Road in Leeds. Why am I here? There is a beautiful smell of malted barley in the air because yes, sadly, I am going to have to drink a beer in a professional context, everyone. Unfortunately, guys, this is a brewery. It is the Wild Child Brewery owned by the lifelong Leeds United fan Keir McAllister Wild, and they have brewed a special beer to celebrate the promotion of Leeds United. Just one of those things that shows that as a city, there are plenty of individual businesses that will benefit from that promotion, whether they're anything to do with the football or not. Let's go in and meet Keir, because I'm gasping. Hi, are you Keir? I am. Elbow bump. Oh, absolutely. How are things? Uh, yeah, good. Just running around like I had those chicken roasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi guys, my name's Keir McAllister Wild. I'm the owner of Wild Child Brewing. Uh, I set up in a garage by myself in April of 2016 and plugged away tirelessly by myself for nearly two years until I'd won a couple of uh, fairly sizable regional awards. Uh, at that point, I decided it was time to uh, try and acquire some funding uh, and take out some sizable loans before transitioning up to the current premises we're at, which is a 2,000 square foot uh, industrial unit in Armley. And we're now exporting to six countries around the world and we have a supermarket contract as well as dealing with many, many free trade customers throughout the UK. What a great story yours is. And let's uh, just contrast now with Leeds United's story. I know you've been a fan for your whole life, is it? You, sort of, you Absolutely. were born in a Leeds kit, were you? Uh, not necessarily. I've been a, a Leeds fan since I was about eight years old. Uh, dare I say it, maybe a Manchester fan prior to that. But uh, You were a kid. You didn't being know, you a, didn't being know a kid, it, yeah. you tend to be a bit of a glory supporter. No, I came back to my roots. I mean, Leeds is where I was born. It's where I've been bred and uh, my whole family's from Leeds, so yeah, the Leeds lead supporter through and through. I thought it would be quite fitting to produce a beer to celebrate Leeds now being on the world sporting stage. This is El Loco. It is a, uh, a double IPA, and how strong is it? It's 9%. It really is Loco. It really is. I thought a beer of, uh, with that kind of name deserves to be as crazy as it sounds, but the 9% is there for a reason. Uh, it was to pay homage to Mr. Patrick Bamford, who is the top goal scorer of the team of the season, and he wears the number nine shirt, so that's where the 9% comes from. It's got your Wild Child logo on, and it says El Loco underneath, limited edition, Champions Deeper, or double IPA, that that's short for, Absolutely. 9%. And it's got all the Leeds United branding, so the yellow and the white and the blue of, of, of the Leeds kit. Just how big a moment do you think this is for the, the city of, of Leeds, whether you're a football fan or not? I think it's massive. I think especially on the back of COVID-19 and especially during the lockdown situation, I think it's massive. I think it's um, a real turning point for the city. I think it's going to be good for businesses. It's going to be good for uh, tourism. And it's, it's really helped bring some positive vibes into the situation, into the equation, which I think is definitely what people needed right now. 
Yeah, and people obviously need reasons for hope and they need reasons for positivity. Absolutely. Do, what, what do you think Leeds has then at the moment as a, as, a, as a Premier League city, but just as a city in general, what does it have in terms of reasons for hope and optimism and positivity? Leeds has tons of reasons to, be, to feel positive as a city because it's not only a massively culturally diverse uh, city, we have two universities here, students come from all over the world to, to grace us with their presence and more importantly learn here. We have many, many family businesses throughout Leeds and the Yorkshire region that really make it what it is. It's got that real kind of old school, Great Britain family kind of vibe about it. Um, as well as uh, you know the, the city now being on the, the world sporting stage, and more importantly to me, the, the world craft beer stage. The world craft beer stage, yeah, absolutely. Indeed. And you can hear the, uh, the the hum of the great big brewing tanks behind you, which uh, which are doing the the work at the moment. I, this is the sort of I would like to think that this is the time you can put your feet up. But you have been crazily busy in many ways because of lockdown, haven't you? Massively, massively. Yeah. The, 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 the demand for canned beer has gone through the roof. I've never known anything like it. At, at present, we're selling between 25 and 30,000 cans a month, which is an exponential growth on what we saw four or five months ago. Yeah, how does that compare? What would you normally be selling in we, any given we, month? We'd be lucky if we were doing four or 5,000. So we're doing five to six times as much right now. Wow, that's incredible. Which is amazing. To use a footballing term then, because you're, you know, you're a football fan, you're holding the football beer here. Let's talk about bounce back ability, which I've definitely heard football managers use in yeah. the past. Uh, in, terms of, in terms of a city, you know, Leeds has faced the same thing that many other towns and cities around the world um, have, and it's got to think about how it bounces back. So yes. how well placed is it to do that? And what should um, leaders in the city, people in the city be doing to help with that, do you think? I've traveled all over the world, and as soon as I say that I'm from Leeds, people instantly warm to me and say yes I've been to Leeds yes I love that city yes it was a great time that I spent in that city um, and we have a real resilience it's that kind of northern resilience and attitude that we have within this city um, not only that I believe that uh, business owners within the area have adapted incredibly quickly to a, a situation that's been thrust upon us and as long as entrepreneurs keep that kind of mindset keep that positivity and diversify as much as possible and adapt to situations then I, I see you know whatever happens we're gonna we're gonna come out okay on the back of this fantastic well thank you so much for chatting to us thank you um, I would say I'll have a try of El Loco but at 9% I've now got to drive and meet Pablo <laughs> Pablo Hernandez well a, a cardboard cutout of Pablo Hernandez so I better not uh, but I'll definitely try it soon and great to meet you and best amazing of luck. you too thank you Well, that was nice to meet Keir at Wild Child Brewing, sort of towards Armley, just outside of the city centre. He's given me a couple of cans to uh, take away. It's a tough job, etc., etc. Now, I've walked back towards the city centre. I'm now near the canal, just by the Armley Gyratory. What am I doing here? Well, there is a creative agency here called Banana Kick, and it's here that I'm going to find, I'm told, Pablo Hernandez, the Leeds United Player of the Year. Let's find out more. Okay, so I'm in uh, an office boardroom uh, here in, uh, in Banana Kick, and I'm sitting next to Pablo Hernandez, who's he's, he's a bit quiet at the moment, 
And Gary McCall is with me as well, the chief executive of, of Banana Kick. It's lovely being this close to, to Pablo. I, don't th- I didn't think I'd get this near to him. Yeah, and he's, he's a bit bigger than he is actually he in is. real life as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Tell us a bit about this idea. I know this isn't quite the final uh, product that we'll see out on the streets of Leeds, yeah. but this is a, a representation. It's a cardboard cutout of Pablo Hernandez. He's standing about eight feet tall at the moment because he's mounted on sort of like a grass base. And uh, he's going to be one of many Leeds players that are going to be dotted around Leeds City Centre to celebrate this promotion. Where did this idea come from? Well, it it actually came from the fact that um, because of the COVID restrictions, it's such a shame that people couldn't share in the the promotion of Leeds United. So what we wanted to do is come up with something that people could participate in, and in particular families. We had experience previously with things like the Dinosaur Trail. We could see how much people enjoyed walking around the town. And of course, from a town perspective or city perspective, it's great that you're actually directing people around the shopping centres, around the different locations in the city. Yeah, and I was talking, just before I came to meet you, I was talking to Keir McAllister Wilde, who's at Wild Child Brewing, just down, down the way from here. And he was talking about how businesses in Leeds have been great at adapting to this situation that's been thrust upon them, as, as he put it. And this is a classic example that you've seen the situation with Leeds United. You have the situation with um, the coronavirus and and the restrictions that are still in place because of that. And you've had to think on your feet about what you can do to celebrate that. What were those discussions like when you were thinking about how do we square that circle? Well, when I first approached uh, Leeds City Council with the idea, the first thing I actually did was to say, here are the things we can't do, which was all about large gatherings and, and yeah. things like that. Opens up bus tours, as you mentioned, uh, all of that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So that, that was the first thing we looked at. But then we actually said, well, there is a solution here. And the solution is that we spread people out over a large area. There's no start and finish of the trail. So that's another thing. If you had everyone started in one location, you'd risk lots of people gathering in, in a single point. There are actually 19 exhibits, and I think we've got 12 locations because there's some multiples in certain locations like Millennium Square, for example. And the way we're positioning it is go and find your favourite players, or if you want to, um, and you can do it, go and find all 19. And we've got Marcelo as well. Fantastic. Now, um, I don't want to talk about the team that you might support personally. Let's let's not go into that for now. But do you do you envisage a sort of a quite interesting popularity contest amongst these cutouts, these representations of the players around the city? Are you going to be counting who is the most popular player? Because I think Pablo, who is next to me here, I think he'll do well. Obviously, of course, there are certain players and and uh, the manager himself that are going to be very popular. We'd expect Pablo, Calvin, Marcelo to be the most popular. Um, Liam Cooper, obviously the uh, the captain. So where you are near the Army Gyratory, um, this is you're you're sort of on the route for many people when they're heading to Elland Road, of course, at, at the weekend or for a weeknight match, and you will have seen firsthand how big football is to this city. What's your reading of that? You've been in Yorkshire, you said, for over thirty years. Yeah. What impact do you think this promotion to the Premier League will have on the on the wider city? <clears throat> I think there's there's two areas. There's Um, stature of the city because Premier League is a global game and therefore the mere fact that you've got Leeds in the Premier League um, there's going to be more people hearing the name and and obviously seeing the the club on TV Um, so you've got stature but then from a pure business perspective clearly when we get out of this this mess um, you're going to have large numbers of people um, coming to the city 
and hopefully spending a lot of time in the city, enjoying the city and spending money. Listen, we wish you the best of luck for the future. Now, before I go, I do have to... I think it's the law. I'm going to have to get a selfie with Pablo, if, if you're happy with that. Of course. I can be the first to have found him. Yes. Can, can, you, can you reveal where he's going to be, or is this all a big secret? Look out on our social media. That's the Leeds United Champions Trail. But he will be in a, um, a central location, and we expect that location to be very busy. Now, having met Pablo Hernandez, I've walked back up now into Leeds city centre. I'm on Brigitte, the sun is shining, and this is certainly a lot busier than it was when we first brought you these podcasts about five weeks ago. And look who's here, it's Andrew Cooper, the Chief Executive of Leeds Business Improvement District. You keep a close eye on this, Andrew, about how many people are coming up and down this street and in the city centre. Where is Leeds at the moment in terms well, of footfall? Footfall is about 50%. So 50% of what we would normally have. It's gradually increasing. We've seen a bit more of an increase over the summer uh, because of school holidays. It's quite busy today, we've seen people. So it's a, it's a gradual improvement as people start to come back and start to re-engage with the city centre. It's interesting because a few weeks ago I talked about people being a bit concerned to come back to the city centre. When the sun is shining on a day as it is today, and we're ahead of, a, of, a, of what looks to be a nice weekend, people come out and perhaps they realise that it's not, it's not a scary place to be, it's a different place to be, yeah. it's, it's organised in a different way, but you can quite safely come back to the city centre. Absolutely, it's getting used to the new measures that have been put, put in place, and obviously we've seen some of those measures change and be introduced quite late on, so we've had 15th of June was when uh, the high street reopened and yet last Thursday obviously face masks or the, the guidance for face masks changed as late as late afternoon last Thursday. So now we're seeing as we stand here on Brigitte more people wearing face masks, more people queuing as they go into certain shops, they have systems that are in place, getting used to the new norm. And you talked about numbers in terms of the numbers of people coming back to the city centre and of course this episode is all about the impact of on the city of Leeds United uh, being promoted to the Premier League. We'll talk about the numbers there in a moment mm -hmm. but just how excited were you to see that happen and how positive a moment was that for oh, the it's city? A phenomenal moment for the city to have a Premier League football team. One thing is Leeds United and the Premier League uh, it sort of out manoeuvres any other marketing or any other. You remember top trumps, it almost out top trumps everything doesn't it? The Premier League in terms of profile. It's a massive profile for the city. Uh, we know the Premier League gets viewed in 185 countries, gets viewed by 730 million people and that's a great opportunity to showcase the city of Leeds and, and maybe although uh, the city's not been allowed to celebrate in the way it would normally have done for 16 years of waiting for this uh, to happen. It's a real shot in the arm uh, in terms of during COVID to have that uh, to look forward to and hopefully as football grounds open up and the time to the Premier League when it starts in September. So uh, a phenomenal injection of good news uh, during a time that uh, we've not had too much good news. <laughs> yes, and, and of the three people I've spoken to on that podcast, you are exactly the third person to point out that it is positive news that the city really needed yeah. at, at this time. Just in terms of crunching the numbers, have mm -hmm. you had much chance to do that to figure out what it could mean for the city for you know on a financial footing? Yes, obviously when everything's back up to what it would normally be and grounds, Premier League grounds are of an occupancy around 96% of the 20 Premier League clubs, 10 
of those are within 100 miles, 100, 120 miles. That's quite good for, for people visiting the city. And we've seen that clubs that have gone up, places like Leicester and Brighton, the economic impact to their hospitality sector has been anywhere between 20 and 30 million pounds. And that's just for the hospitality sector alone. So there is some massive positive ramifications about profile, about spend, and about interaction. Uh, positive impact as well as people feel good. We noticed in the city centre that when Leeds uh, did achieve that, people's heads were higher. It, it's a boost of confidence and I think that helps spending and, and how people feel inside. Other than the football, what reasons does this city have to feel positive about the future? Because it felt like it was on such an upswing before we went into this period of uncertainty. I think there's lots of things that we've got to be positive about. I mean, we have a, a real mix in terms of within the business improvement district in the city centre. We're not just all about one particular sector. We've got a good mix of retail, we've got hospitality, the cultural areas of the city, the business and professional area of the city and we're quite a compact city and what's been really encouraging for me to see during the, the lockdown period is how businesses and organisations have come together and collaborated to get through it together, to work together. We've seen the eight shopping, eight, nine shopping centres that come, come together and work and work their way through it, sharing ideas, sharing how they've done it. A lot more innovation that has come forward as well. So I think out of it, some positives in terms of putting Leeds on the map. Yes, the football helps, but Leeds is a good city and it's a very, hopefully will be very, very resilient and resourceful as we navigate through this uh, pandemic that we've never experienced before. And that was Andrew Cooper from the Leeds Business Improvement District, or Leeds Bid as the cool kids call it, with some of the hard numbers in terms of what Leeds United's promotion to the Premier League will mean for this city. Well, thank you for listening to this Leeds United special of the Welcome Back to Leeds podcast. Please share it on your own social media channels. Don't forget all the information you need to get safely back into Leeds City Centre is on the Welcome Back to Leeds portal. That's at welcometoleeds.co.uk. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And if you're returning to the city, you can post using the hashtag Back to Leeds. Welcome back to Leeds, a brief guide to help you safely visit Leeds City Centre. Welcome to Leeds.co.uk.